Uh, we are coming up to round number 12 in the Waffle Competition. Our game of the day here on 91.3 Sport FM will be Claremont up against Subiaco. And joining us down the line this afternoon to talk the latest out of the Lions camp is Lions star, Jack Mayo. Mayo, good afternoon. Great. Have we got you there, Mayo? Yeah, hello. Ah, we've got you now, loud and clear. You might have just cut out very, very quickly. Uh, how are you doing on this uh, on this Wednesday afternoon, and where do we find you? Good, Grub. Uh, you just caught me on a lunch break at work, so it's timed out well, but I'm um, just out cleaning pools today, so trying to stay busy during uh, uni holidays. And what are you studying? Uh, maths and writing, so a bit of a, bit of a different degree. Um, but, yeah, so I just actually just finished up now, so... Weighing up whether I do post grad next semester or look for some full time work, so I'm sort of wandering aimlessly at the moment. We'll figure out. Well, very good. Um, now, Mayo, you guys are flying so far in, in 2023. You guys sit third on the ladder, eight wins and two losses. Obviously, you've had the buy already, so there is the potential to go straight up to the top of the table this weekend. Um, how do you reflect on the season so far? Yeah, it's very even comp. Um, as you mentioned, there's sort of three teams on that top spot at the moment, but I think we're pretty pleased on with how our pre-season went, and going into the start of the season, I think we were, as a group, quietly confident that we could uh, really contend this year, and it's good that that's come to fruition. Of course, it just is a start, so um, there's a couple of other teams that are going really well at the moment, equal with us, and a couple behind us at the moment that um, can really shake things up, so next few weeks are really important for us moving forward. And how's your body holding up? Obviously, you, you came back to the league side through the reserves earlier on this season. How is your, your body feeling? Yeah, um, off my second uh, reconstruction in the left knee. So it's been a slow build, um, sort of timed well coming back for round one and could, could afford the luxury of having a few games in the twos just to get my body right. And then sort of slotted the leg team and I think the transition went pretty well. Um, so yeah, the body's holding up pretty well for mid-season. Um, still in these occasionally after games and um, training a couple of nights in a row, I tend to struggle, but I tend to get right for a main session, and, and Saturdays are fine as well. So, um, touch wood, it stays that way. What was the rehab for that like? Oh, it was um, it was pretty grueling considering it was my second ACL. Um, I sort of knew mentally going into the second time what it would be like, and in some ways that kind of made it harder because I knew how um, mentally draining and grueling the whole process would be. Um, so it was tougher the second time I found, but. Um, yeah, you've got to keep busy with other things. And I was lucky enough that the club offered me a coaching role last year to sort of keep me around the group a bit and give me some purpose to come down and still feel like I was contributing. Um, whilst also completing my rehab as well. So it was pretty tough. But um, I suppose we reaped the benefits of, you know, missing all of last year to sort of roll in for, to be right for round one this year um, has sort of given me, as I mentioned earlier, a couple of weeks easing the things. And yeah, attack this last half of the season, hopefully feeling pretty good. What did you What did you take away from being in that coaching position last year? Um, oh, how you how it matters a lot more. I mean, I already knew it was um it's absolutely a team game, but in some ways, that's all any anything really even matters. So just about playing role and, and how important the team structures were and that we held them up. Um, I learned a fair bit. I was actually the backline coach in the reserves, so I hadn't, I hadn't played in the backline my whole life, so I had to learn pretty quickly. <laughs> And learned that football has a different perspective of and trying to kick some goals. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and, and more so connecting with a lot of a few of the younger players and building those relationships out there as well, as well as having a different perspective and on my footy. So oh, I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, 
and yeah, pretty thankful for the club that they gave me that chance. Who are some of the younger players coming through that you've got your eye on and that you think uh, have really been excelling in their role? I always give the young defenders I'll take credit for. <laughs> so there's a few of them, like Galen Savini, who's obviously playing very well at league level. Jackson McGowan's come through um, this year and has sort of slotted seamlessly into that role as a sort of running halfback flanker. Um, you've got a couple of guys banging the door down at two's level. You've got Connor Patterson, who does a mountain of work inside, um, and a couple of young defenders, Lockie Henderson. Um, and, you know, the clever small forwards as well. We've got... Richie Bartlett, Richie Farmer, and a couple other exciting players down there. So I think the club's well positioned with um, a bit of youth and a bit of depth there as well, with some players pushing for spots. And I think the league club's also reaping benefits of putting in work to these other younger players in the reserves in the last couple of seasons. So, you know, I've mentioned McGowan and Savini earlier, but like they look like ready made league players now because the club put a lot of work into them when they were playing two footy. Now, in the forward line, things are working really well, particularly with the, the big three, yourself. Uh, of course, Ben Sockle and, and Ryan Borchette. Um, tell us about the chemistry that, that you three have and then the work that you put in with your, your small forwards. Yeah, it's good. the chemistry's great. Um, we get on really well off the field, which, which certainly helps. Um, and I think on the field, we, we complement each other pretty well as forwards. Um, you know, Borch is often flying over packs and... Sox is doing his thing on the lead-up and I tend to get a little bit further up the ground than the two of them. So it tends to work in well and we're not really getting in each other's way. And we're working pretty hard to, to make sure that we continue to sort of give each other some good looks at it, um, recognising that when you've got a few forwards who can take a mark, you're probably not going to get as many looks. So, although that's probably not stopping Sox. He's got 13 goals the last two weeks. So he's, uh, he's excelling from it, I think. And um, We work with the small forwards pretty extensively, like, some of them have to play some sacrificial roles in terms of getting out the field and really creating space for Borch or Sox. Um, and then others are sort of turning up at their feet. You know, George Brown, Josh Robbins, I can think of. Ben Golding playing some great footy as well, putting on some good pressure. So uh, it's forward line craft is pretty tough, but it's just about sort of maintaining a consistent cohort of players and, and building that chemistry of who leads when and you sort of need to know what the other person is thinking. So it takes time, but I think, what are we, 10, 11 games in now? I think we're slowly building well and have still got room to improve. There's a great mix, like you mentioned, the elder statesman of the team, but the youth coming through has, has blended in so well and it's uh, been a joy to watch. In the forward line, what, what's sort of the barometer for you guys? You know, if you guys do this well, generally nine times out of ten we win the game. Um, I think we look at, like, the quality of our entries. So we, we tend to mark it down. Um, Cara Antonio, the forward coach, will mark down where our entries land. And um, if they're sort of deeper towards the top of the goal square, it feels like we're controlling where we can put the footy. We can put them in a predictable spot from there and like our structures will work from there. But um, where we put the footy and then how long we retain it inside 50. So if the ball's coming into good spots but bouncing out quickly and we're not really getting either a mark or a shot at goal or a stoppage, then... We know that our pressure's not on. So the quality of entries tells us how we're moving the footy and then if we can keep it in there and score are good indicators as well. Who's the toughest team you've played this year? Um, oh, that's a good question. I personally haven't played Claremont yet, so looking forward to coming up against them this weekend. I thought the game against Peel down in Mandra was um, a really great team effort. It was pretty terrible conditions in terms of quality of footy, but it was a really enjoyable team game to be a part of um, and, and a really good win. So... I'd say feel, but I haven't personally played Claremont yet. Well, what do you guys have to do this week to, to get the job done against them? You mentioned earlier on in the year 
you guys beat them pretty comprehensively. This time it might be a little bit of a, a tougher ask. Certainly they'll be uh, on high alert and uh, being at home themselves. So what do you guys have to do to get the win? Yeah, Claremont always a very dangerous team. Um, they've got a couple of great individual players and they use the footy so well um, and sort of rebound really well where if you're slightly off your game, they can really hurt you and, and, and sort of not embarrass you, but can really give a gap between the two teams that makes it hard to close. So, um, to be honest, I'm not 100% sure what we need to do. I'll probably go through that tonight at training, but um, <laughs> I would have thought it'd be stopping the likes of Bolton, et cetera, um, getting a lot of the footy um, and then sort of using that run and amble off the halfback flank. Mayo, it's been a pleasure uh, chatting on the program this afternoon. Thank you very much for, for taking the time on your, your work break. Uh, enjoy training tonight. Enjoy the rest of the week and uh, all the best for the game ahead. Thanks, Grab. Speak soon. Speak soon. There he goes. Jack Mayo, Subiaco star, here on the program this afternoon.